Welcome to Amera Eurovision Cast, a podcast where a very American couple discusses the very European Eurovision Song Contest. Join us as we come together to discuss the best, the worst, and the weirdest that the Eurovision Song Contest has to offer. We're the American couple. I'm Meg. And I'm Lucas. And in this episode, we're going to continue with our brackets. We've done the octafinals, so now we're in the quarterfinals. We have eight songs. Now, now technically we have more than eight songs because we didn't agree on the top eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we each have eight songs, of which some overlap. Uh, and we're going to get this narrowed down to our top four, I guess each of our top four, uh, by the end of tonight. Yes, and that's important because time is ticking away. The grand yes. final is like what in two weeks? Less. Yeah, less less than two weeks. So right. we really need to get this done. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we'll find out who the actual winner is before we find out who our winner is. That might affect our voting and, a little bit. Yeah, that th- that would not be acceptable. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and look at the first pair. So our first pairing tonight is going to be. Sergei Lazarev from Russia mm-hmm. doing You Are the Only One against Hovi Star from Israel doing Made of Stars. Now, if you've listened to any episodes before, you know uh-huh. that we love Hovi Star. Oh, we do. We love Made of Stars. Yes. We love the song a whole, whole bunch. Well, at the same time, you also know that Russia first is in the lead as far yes. as the bookies are concerned. It still is, yes. Yeah, significantly we just so. Still in the lead. Yeah, we, we just checked. Still in the lead. Not quite as strongly mm-hmm. as it was a few days ago, but still definitely in the lead. Mm-hmm. And we also really like this song. Um, though originally had trouble remembering it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, great use of yeah. visuals and you're kind of interacting with the background, having the background provide a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that meant regardless which way we went, we were going to feel a significant loss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you start getting down into this part of the brackets, I think the yeah. quarterfinals is really where you start to feel it. You have to make like these really personal decisions against right. like songs that you've come to love. Yes. <laughs> You're yes. like, oh, I feel so bad. I love it so much. But I just, how do I judge between? It's like judging between your children, right? Although right. parents do know that you can judge between oh, your yeah, children, absolutely. depending absolutely on the day, yeah. you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah. And so today, um, Russia was my favorite child today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, same here. I I still I still love Hovi Star. I still yeah. love this song. Mm-hmm. It is in my top five to come yeah. out of this year. I think For sure. maybe top three. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's really really good. But as far as energy and performance and mm-hmm. the whole package, yep. Russia has it more for yes. me. Like yeah. Hovi Star has an amazing voice and an amazing song, mm-hmm. but the performance is just way more laid back. Yeah. Um, as befits the song. I mean, right. it's a ballad. It's, it's, right. you know, Absolutely. It's, it's not a pop song. Right. But just when I'm looking at Eurovision type winners, mm-hmm. Russia is just more the package that I'm looking for. Right. Right. And I think in my mind, as I was listening to Russia this time, there were parts in the song that had more of a ballady feel. Yeah. Right. Whereas Holy Stars stays ballad the whole way through. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like, in a sense, I could get what I liked from Made of Stars yeah. inside of Russia's song, mm-hmm. but it didn't go the other way around. So, yeah. So I went with Russia, too. Yeah. I mean, it was it was hard. It was oh, yeah. hard. And I still love Israel's entry, but um, yeah, there's a reason. As we've said before, there is a reason that Russia is at the top. Yep. There is definitely a reason. Uh, do we want to go ahead and talk about what the 
um, bookies are saying at the moment. Yeah, that's probably a good idea since okay. we've already mentioned that Russia is at the top. Um, today, right. which is, uh, we are recording on May 2nd, Monday, mm-hmm. May 2nd. Right. Um, today was the first day of rehearsals mm-hmm. for the semifinal performances. Not everyone went today. Uh, um, only a couple countries went today, mm-hmm. but people will get glimpses of what the stage performance is going to be like you usually don't see the whole thing but you usually see uh like people that are there you know reporters and whatever right. and so that will affect the bookies odds a little bit this week mm-hmm. as we sort of get a glimpse of what people are are looking at and what kind of show they're they're gonna do right i know that russia is one that performed today or practiced today mm-hmm. and um as lucas said they did drop a little bit but like not no. Not enough to make a difference. No. no, the the odds used to be two to one. Now they're nine to four, which is just you know slightly more than two to one. If you know your fractions. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Which indicates they have a slightly lower chance of winning than was previously thought. Mm-hmm. Uh France's odds, I forget what they used to be. Uh I think there was something in the neighborhood of something like three to one, something in that. That sounds neighborhood. about right. Now it's eleven to four, which is almost the same, but but slightly means slightly greater odds. Because the payout is slightly less. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweden, Australia, and Bulgaria were all tied. Mm-hmm. Um, in our last episode, it was 16 to 1 for winners. Uh, there's more separation now. Yeah. Um, Sweden and Australia are pulling ahead. The odds dropping down to 14 to 1 is what's being paid. So still below France and Russia by quite a bit. Oh, by, by a significant yeah. amount. By a significant amount. Um, Bulgaria dropped a bit. Um, now they're paying 18 to 1, indicating that they have a fairly low chance of winning at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, something in the neighborhood of, and just kind of ballparking this, they probably have less than 5% chance of winning uh, versus, say, Sweden or Australia looking at something in the 7 8% chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, nothing, right, compared to Russia's, yeah. eh, if I have to guess, something like 40% chance of winning, according to the bookies. So it's not sold. I mean, it's not... I right. remember there were um, there have been years where there something has been top in the bookies that wasn't even in the top five. Right. It's, uh, uh, I don't remember. It had a little bit of EDM in it. I don't remember what it was called. It was from oh, the year know. that, that Conchita won. I, oh, okay. I remember? And okay, I don't yeah. remember what that song was because Conchita, but, um, it was top of the bookies, like, mm-hmm. the whole way. It was gonna win. It was gonna, gonna win. And then whatever happened, Conchita right. swept it. So, yep. so that doesn't mean that Russia is guaranteed to win. There's a lot going into it. Right. You know, that the bookies can't really, Right. Judge based on, but, um, but as of right now, they're sitting pretty. And it's, this is really interesting because the top five that the bookies are calling are almost all, possibly all, no, almost all in our top, mm-hmm. in our quarterfinals. Right. Um, Russia, obviously, we just did Russia. France is going to show up. Right. Um, Sweden, Aust- Sweden just got kicked. Sweden just got kicked, and oh, yeah. so did Australia. Right. They didn't make it through the octafinals. Um, us. but Bulgaria, we both have Bulgarian as yep. well. Yep, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it is kind of interesting to see that you know, what the bookie think are bookies think are the top choices are overlapping fairly well with mm-hmm. our top 8. So. All right, so let's go ahead to the next pairing. Now, in this next pairing, we actually have different pairings. Mm-hmm. So, what did you have up against each other? I had uh, Iceland, mm-hmm. which obviously is Greta. Right. Uh hear them calling. Hear them calling. Yeah. And my opposite of Greta was Jamie Lee from Germany singing Ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also had Iceland, uh, again, Greta, uh, versus Croatia. We had Lighthouse from Nina Kraljic. So how did yours go? I feel like you probably had a tougher decision than I did. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that was definitely true. <laughs> yeah, I think that was certainly true. Yeah, uh, no, I picked Iceland. Okay. I, I picked Greta. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I did too. Um, <laughs> but, you know, having sat here and watched both of us deliberate, I definitely deliberated more <laughs> yeah. than you did, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. So how much of Germany's song did you have to listen to to make up your mind? Was the answer none of it? Yeah, the answer was none of it. Yeah. Now, to yeah. be fair... No, you have re- just heard... Right. Remember that we have listened to these songs a lot. <laughs> a lot. So we listened to them the first time when we talked about them. Right. And then at this point, they've gone through what? Like, uh, well, Germany would have gone through two rounds. Yeah, two rounds. So this would be the third time. Right. And that's not counting all the times that we played at home. Right. Just like on in the background. Yeah. So. While I feel slightly guilty for not having to watch any of it, like not that guilty because we have seen it. Plus, right. you know, I did, I did mm-hmm. make you go ahead so I could listen to a little bit of the chorus. Right, exactly. <laughs> a couple seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I think also when you're getting to this point, right, these are the good songs right. that stand out in our minds, mm-hmm. right? Because they're good songs, they stand out in our minds, and that's why they've made it this far. Uh, and also because they're the good songs, if I'm going to listen to a song, and I intentionally picking one, it's probably going to be one of these eight. So, yeah. So, yeah, when I, when I look at this, okay, it's going to be, right, Iceland versus Croatia. I can almost sing them. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we, we, we sang all of Iceland yeah. Yeah. along with Greta. Yep. All of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think there was one part that we, we messed up the lyrics a little bit, but. Well, that's. The, we, we basically knew the that's entire that song. part at the end where she. Well, she starts holding she, notes, Yeah, she holds it. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. were just like the backup singers. Right. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Greta, Why not? if you're looking for new backup singers. Yeah. Here's an American couple. It's... We're not terribly photogenic and we no. can't dance and we can only sort of sing. Right. But we love you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> what more and, do you need? And, you know, and I think we're a good way to get the American vote. <laughs> right. We are all, all zero votes America. That's has. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Anyway. Although although we are mm-hmm. inching closer to mm-hmm. America getting votes. Uh what? you may have noticed on Twitter, I was going to say mm-hmm. on the Twitter, on the Twitter today, um <laughs> where we are at Meg and Lucas. Yes. All one word. Uh I retweeted an article that Eurovision this year is actually being broadcast in the United States mm-hmm. live. During the grand final. Mm-hmm. It's on a station that no one watches. Right. But it exists. It, and it's not like we couldn't just watch it live on the Eurovision website. Right. Which is what we do every year. Yes. But still, an official American channel <laughs> is broadcasting it. So, you know. Right. A little right. bit closer. Right. So, we're only a few years away from, like, being treated the way that they treat Australia. Australia last yeah. year. Right? Actually, the comments on that article were pretty funny because... Most of them were Europeans that were like, oh, great. <laughs> like, here comes America. They're going to ruin it all. 2017, America's going to get an entry like Australia, and then it's all going to be over. And then the <laughs> other half of the comments were Americans that were like, no, no, guys, don't worry about it. No one knows what this is. <laughs> like, we're not gunning to win Eurovision. No one cares. <laughs> like, this is a channel that no one knows about, and this is an event that no one knows about. Yep. So, so stop freaking out, Europe. We're not trying to take your ground. <laughs> It was a real fun mix of comments. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you kind of hate to say it, but I think it's true that the average American 
does not care about Europe. Uh, yeah, no, that I think that is true. Right. And even less so do they care about Eurovision. <laughs> right. Right. So, like, you can kind of forget that Europe exists as an American for the most part. Yeah. An average American doesn't have to think about Europe. We hardly have to think about Canada or Mexico, really. <laughs> yeah, that's we, true. We can yeah. basically ignore yeah. even our neighbors, let alone you know, things on the other side of the Atlantic. Uh, right. So, you know, we just don't think about Europe much. Uh, and as an average American, uh, Unless you happen to be a weirdo like us, where we love Eurovision, and that is pretty much the reason we know about Europe at this point. Well, I mean, and Doctor Who. Well, yes. Yeah, Yeah, we love Doctor Who. That's true. So between Doctor Who and... uh, I know, I know, all the listeners are like, what? They love Doctor Who? I'm shocked. Yeah. No. (laughs) No, I don't think... That was sarcastic. Oh, okay, okay. It's clearly, obviously, we love Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but so between Doctor Who and Eurovision, we that's that's right. why we care about Europe. Right. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But really, if you are an American and you try talking to, about Eurovision to anyone else in America, <laughs> right? You just get these looks like, what? What? <laughs> and then you say, well, it's kind of like American <laughs> Idol is kind of where you start. Yeah. Right. Being the equivalent of the various pop idols, but it's not really quite like that. No. It's way better. Certainly way more entertaining. Well, yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But at least that's like a baseline. Right. Right. But then you you kind of bring that up and people try to talk to you about like previous seasons of American Idol. Right. And you'd be like, no, I have no idea. No. (laughs) I don't know who the American Idols are. I find American Idol very boring. I can tell you who the Eurovision winners for the last five years are. (laughs) No idea who was the last winner on the last season of American Idol. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Yeah, I think I, the last. I don't even know who the judges are anymore. I think the last winner I knew. Huh. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. I, I, I might have to go back to like. There was the Kelly one that had Clarkson. <laughs> she was like the first. <laughs> yeah. There's like the yeah, one that had eyeliner. Right. The guy that wore guy liner. Was, is his name like Adam? Adam or something. something. Yeah. Yeah, he I, won. Danny Goki, I remember Danny Goki was in it. I, I don't think I, he won. I, I no, because he was like the he was like the worship leader whose wife had died of cancer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That, yeah I kind of yeah. remember that story now. Um, yeah. Um, I'll just. Say, oh, oh, no, no, what? no. Um, <sighs> what's that guy's name? The blonde guy. What Clay Aiken? Clay Aiken. He was one. He won. Yeah. That was also a very long time ago. <laughs> okay. We clearly we don't know American right. Idol. Right. Yeah. When it comes to song contests, Eurovision yep. is our song contest of choice. Yep. I think I think that's what we just proved. <laughs> and speaking of Eurovision. Maybe we should get back to yeah. what the podcast is actually about. Yeah. That let's, is Eurovision. Yeah. Let's move on to the one that we know about. <laughs> and let's look at our next pairing. All right. So... This is another case where we actually had slightly different pairings. So what was yours? I had uh, Ireland, mm-hmm. which was Nikki Byrne singing Sun, Light. Right. And France, uh, which was uh, Amir singing <laughs> Zay Cherche? Yeah. Sure. It's close J- enough. J? J? Yay, yeah. Cherche. Cherche. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, fr- in French, you pronounce J fairly close to the way we do in English. It's not quite as hard. J. So it's J more than. J. Cherche. Yeah. 
Here we go. There we go. So, so yes. So yes. Ireland. There's your French lesson for today. That's... Ireland versus France. Okay. Um, I, uh, I I went with France. I went okay. with France. Um, I just... It, oh, the bookies do too. The bookies do too, yeah. I mean, it's still, what, number two? Yeah. So, yeah. I feel good about that. And a fairly strong number two. <laughs> Ireland was, was like seated at like, I don't know, 26 or something. Right. Um, so, no, I mean, I, Sunlight's very fun. It's a fun it poppy, but... Um, it is. I, it's, it is just kind of a fun poppy song. There's not a lot to it. Mm-hmm. It's fine, but um, that's it. Yeah. Right. But I really, I still really like the clapping in Jay Cherche. Like, I like the mix. I like the bilingualism a lot. Sure. Like, the singers just having a great time. Like, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I really liked it. So, yeah, I went with France. Okay. Um, What about you? What was your bracket? Uh, my bracket, I also had Ireland, so mm-hmm. Nikki Burns singing Sun, Light. Uh, but instead of being against France, it was against Cyprus, uh, where minus one gives us alter ego. Mm. Uh, I actually decided to go with Cyprus yeah? on this one. Yes. Poor Ireland. <laughs> I, I know. I, I like both of the songs. Yeah. Right? I was singing along actually quite a bit with Nikki Byrne on Sunlight. Yeah. Uh, but, and I actually thought it was going to be easier than it was because I like that song well enough. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I started Cypress, I'm like, oh no, this is actually going to be hard. And then I thought, hmm. Well, if I thought that I was going to go with mm. Ireland and immediately, like the first beat of Cyprus, I realized it was a hard, it was a hard choice. It was probably because I actually like Cyprus more and was having to talk myself into Cyprus. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, sure enough, listening to the first minute or so was enough to confirm that I think I do actually like Cyprus's song better. It's a good song. It's a fun it video. It's uh-huh. a good setup. Yep. There are wolves. Yep. <laughs> I have no idea what they're going to do on stage. No, well, but... maybe they can borrow Yvonne's wolves. Right. <laughs> maybe so. Or just, just keep them up there. Oh, my. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, I decided to push Cyprus on okay. into the next round. So, uh, one half of our semifinal brackets is going to be the same. Right. So, uh, we will have Russia versus, Hi- yeah, versus Iceland. Iceland. Yeah, that's the same. And the second round of the semifinals is shaping up to be different. Right. So, we will see if the last half of the semifinal bracket is the same or different. We'll see. Right. So, let's look at that last quarterfinal round. Okay. So, in this, the final... Well, not, not the final, but the last of <laughs> yeah. the quarterfinal. No, we're not the final yet. <laughs> and the last of the quarterfinal pairings. Uh, again, we had a slight difference. Yep. Right. So, what was your pairing? I had Bulgaria, mm-hmm. which is Polly Genova, sure. singing If Love Were a Crime. Right. And Due Bob from the Netherlands singing mm-hmm. Slow Down. Sure. This was very, very difficult for me. Yeah. Because um, I really love that Due Bob mm-hmm. and his song. I really, really, really love his song. But ultimately what it came down to me, for me, was energy. Sure. Um. You know, slow down is just a chillin' tune. It's a driving down a yep. dirt road with the windows open tune. It is. But it's not as energetic mm-hmm. and it's not as unique as right. Bulgaria's song. Um so I had to go with Bulgaria. This was this was very difficult though. Mm-hmm. Um I, I really, really had to think about what criteria I wanted to use. <laughs> because I think sure. ultimately, like after this. I will probably listen to Slow Down more than I will listen to If Love Was a Crime. Okay. But 
I'm not necessarily going on like what I'm going to listen to the most. Right. You know, I'm going kind of more on what is, fits with the whole package and what fits mm-hmm. with Eurovision more. And, and sure. I have to I have to go with Bulgaria. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, my pairing, I also had Bulgaria in mm-hmm. there, uh, but they were paired up against the UK, which is Joe and Jake saying you're not alone. Uh, I also decided to go with Bulgaria this time. Um, yeah, and it's it's one of those cases where mm-hmm. I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I just liked it better. Really, it's mm-hmm. what it boils down to. Like, Joe and Jake, I, you know, from the from the beginning, they've, they've been just kind of this very light, poppy song. You mm-hmm. know, not a whole lot of substance to it. Right. Um, Which is why they haven't been in my bracket since the Octafinals. <laughs> right. 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 But, you know, I, I like this nice, yeah. poppy, right, not much substance to it kind <laughs> of song. I, I'm willing to carry that through. Uh, yeah, but... Up against Bulgaria, I think stylistically I like Bulgaria's yeah. song better. It was more interesting, right? Um, it sticks in my mind more, I think. Yeah. Right, better than uh, Joe and Jake's does. So I think just on the whole, I'm going to go with Bulgaria on this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as we mentioned, they're they're doing pretty well in the bookies too. Mm-hmm. So there's something to this song. Yeah. Yay, we actually agree. Right. Uh, so it looks like for our top four, woo-hoo. we agree on three of them. Yay. So that's that's pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. That's pretty good. Right? So <laughs> these divergences that happened early on, we're coming back together. Yeah. <laughs> Which is appropriate as the theme has come together. Exactly. Right. You know what? Let's just keep going. Because after all, right, at this point, we finished the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So we really just have semifinals, which is two pairings. Right. Right. And then the final, which is one more pairing. So I think at this point, we can just finish out our brackets. You're crazy. I I am actually fairly crazy. No, yes. that, that actually sounds yeah. reasonable. <laughs> Especially since these songs are now fresh in our minds. Right. We just kind of have to remind ourselves of what's going yeah. on. No, actually, I think that's a very reasonable right. uh, approach, and I think we should do it. Let's right. just finish it up. And then we will also make sure we get everything done before the first semifinal actually happens. Yes, very important. <laughs> Because we are, which is yeah, basically a week away. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we want to get that done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so let's go then. All right. So now we're in bracket number forty. Woohoo! On our printout, which yeah, we're we're getting there. It's going to be Russia versus Iceland. So in Russia versus Iceland, this might be the hardest one we've had to do. Well, and it, well, I mean, it, it makes should, sense. It should get harder. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so. Russia, obviously, Sergei Lazarov. Right. One. You're the Ice, one. Iceland. We love Greta, Greta so much. Greta. Greta. I lo- oh, it's so cool. It is so, so good. So awesome. It's so good. But we went with Russia. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This is one of those tough decisions. Like, mm-hmm. This, Guys, this is why we have the podcast, so that we can make the hard decisions for you. Right. Um, and then we invite you to also make the hard decisions yes, yourselves yes. and share those with Please us. Do, Please do, because I want to know what I want to know what your brackets look like. But for our brackets, um, mm-hmm. just coming down to, I just th- I think he edged her out in the technology. Right. I think he edged her out mm-hmm. in the use of the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, she did amazing stuff with the stage. Yes. Uh, but he did slightly better. Yes. And he also has a great singing voice. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was compensating for not being able to sing with an amazing stage show. Right. Because it's a solid, solid song, right. too. Yeah. Um. So really, I really hated to do it, but I just, yeah. I, I had to give it to Russia. Yeah. Yeah, I think when I pair them up against each other, 
I think I would say things just slightly differently than you did. Mm. And that I think his presentation was significantly better than mm. Greta's. Greta's was very cool. Yeah. And I like the atmosphere and all of that. Yeah. But I think like his use of the technology yeah. and all of that was substantially better. Yeah, definitely. Uh, now, if I were looking at just the songs themselves, I might actually prefer Greta's yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like in terms of energy level, it actually has more energy mm. At least mm-hmm. in my mind, uh, I think it moves along at a better clip. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of instrumentation, it's not nearly as interesting right. as Rush's. Right, right. I think uh, maybe that's the thing. Like, Rush is more active. Right. His song is more it more active, more alive. I think that's you know, true. Like, it moves more. Not right. that it's necessarily more energetic, but that it there's just a lot going on yes. in the there's song. More, there's a lot going on in mm-hmm. the show. Right. I think that that is a... I think motion yeah. is the right word for what he has. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, not an easy choice. No, not at all. Means. But yeah, pushing forward through into the final, which I guess we shouldn't be that <laughs> right. surprised the, the bookies told us to. Yeah, but usually we're we're kind of against the bookies. Not usually. Yeah. A, a lot of the time we are yeah. kind of anti the bookies. That's true. Not on principle, just because our tastes are different. But right. in this case, I think, yeah, I actually... And what, last year we loved... Love Boyana from oh, Serbia. Oh, Boyana was the best. And she yeah, the best. and and the bookies barely bothered to list her. Yeah, she was never going to win. Right. No, yeah, and you know, to be fair, the bookies are trying to pick who they think is going to win. Right, they're not trying to pick who they think they like best. Right, right. And so yeah. I think that's an important point to remember about our brackets. Yeah, is that we're filling them out based on our preferences. Right, we're not filling it out like you know in order to win some pool at work right. or something like <laughs> right. that. Right. If so, I would fill it out very differently. Right, so I might be more inclined to go with the weird songs that I don't like mm-hmm. because I know that Europe has different tastes than I do. Yeah, um, but yeah, these are filled out to my taste, and while it is <laughs> slight, my taste does I think prefer yeah. Russia's performance to Iceland's. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd have to agree, but but not a huge difference, but yeah. just enough to edge it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about let's go with the next semifinal pairing. Okay. Okay, so in bracket number 41, mm-hmm. what was your pairing? Uh, Bulgaria, Polyjudova, mm-hmm. if level was a crime. Right. And France. Right. Amir, Je Cherche. Right. Uh, and this, I think this really comes down to stylistically. Mm-hmm. I just prefer Je Cherche. Sure. The style of it. It okay. has elements that I prefer. Re- on it, that clapping on the offbeat. I like, I just, every song I hear that has that in, I love it. So I, <laughs> All right. I mean, it's a solid, it's a solid, solid song. They're both really good songs. Sure. This was less of a difficult decision than Russia, Iceland. Interesting. For me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I ended up with France. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. My pairing, um, I also had Bulgaria, mm-hmm. uh, but it was against Cyprus. Okay. You remember his alter ego? Oh yeah. Right. Uh, and this one, yeah, it wasn't that hard of a choice for me either. I went with Bulgaria this time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, like, it really came down to the style and the fact that I actually do prefer pop to rock. Yeah, and I that, think, but that's a difference between us. Right. I think. Right. And I think that Cyprus gives us a really good rock song that yeah. is a style of rock that I like. Right. But then when I finally put it against a good enough pop song, it did fall by the wayside. Yeah. Right, so in the end, I would be pushing um, Bulgaria then over to the final. Mm-hmm. So, what's your final pairing? So my final is France versus Russia. Exactly as the bookies would have predicted. Yeah, yeah. weirdly. I kind of feel weird that I'm going right in line with right. the bookies, but... Yeah, yeah, you're just... 
I don't know. It's falling right in line. Not bucking the system at all. No. That's very odd. It's very un-American of you. It is very un-American. We're supposed to be mavericks. <laughs> so what about you? What's your final bracket? Uh, it's Bulgaria versus Russia. Oh. So, okay, R- Russia is not actually <laughs> bucking the system at all. But I would remind you that Bulgaria in the original ranking mm-hmm. was something like 11th. It was, yeah. So, you know, not not terrible. It's not no, like but- I'm, I'm pushing... 40th place in right, the final, right. but, but there's a good reason that 40th place is in 40th place. Right. Uh, 40th place in this case being Moldova, who did not make it out of the, what whatever that was, quadruple octafinals or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what Moldova gave us. Right. I, I Honestly, don't, I don't remember either. <laughs> but it, was, it was not good enough to beat yeah. anybody in our pairings. Right, so Bulgaria is you know reasonably good, but you're not even in the top ten. Yeah, barely not in the top ten. Yeah. So, final pairing. Okay, let's say our final winner on the count of three. Let's say it together. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna count two, three, not down from three, because that can be confusing sometimes. I just do it. Okay, one, two, three. Russia. Russia. Wait, Russia? Russia? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I would not have. I would not have thought that Russia was going to be my final pick. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we first listened to the videos, I was impressed by it. Right. But I was more carried away by other songs. Right. But this is a case where it has it has grown on me. Sure. The song has grown mm-hmm. on me. The stage show is so, or the preview video anyway, is so impressive. Yes. It's slick. Everything about this is slick. Uh-huh. He is, I think you mentioned he's an actor also. Yes, he is. Um, and so he just puts everything into this and he's right. not he's not hamming no. but he's very natural with the song mm-hmm. but it adds an element of i don't know just another dimension right to the performance right. um like it, it provides a story in a it sense. does it yeah. does and the song is just real solid mm-hmm. and and his use of the technology is real smart and yep. yeah yeah i i yeah just had to go with russia right yeah and i'm i can just say i agree yeah but, yeah like this is a case where the bookies really knew what they were talking yeah. about. Right? The, the song is solid. The performance is solid. Mm-hmm. He sells it well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that there's a good reason that the odds are so much in his favor at yeah, this point. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the thing I can see that's going to be his downfall, mm-hmm. because I think, I think the bookies are right in that it is a really fantastic entry. Yes. But I... I foresee a problem being yep. that he's from Russia. Yep. <laughs> and this is where the bookies, I don't think, necessarily take things into account. Right. Um, the political aspect of Eurovision, which we've mentioned before, right. that there is political voting mm-hmm. that can throw off the judging. If yeah. you're judging just based on, um, qual- oh, not quality, because you don't see like bad things getting no. voted up, but when it comes down to the nitty gritty, um, I won't be surprised if France gets an edge over Russia right. in the voting because it's France and not Russia. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I think that that, yeah. that is true. I'm not going to be surprised if that happens. Right. I actually might be more surprised if Russia does win mm-hmm. because there are a lot of concerns um, floating around about Eurovision being hosted in Russia. Right. A lot of a lot of problems that would be uh, yeah. have to be faced and overcome. Right. And we're already kind of starting to see some of that uh-huh. creep in and yeah. um i'm just i'm i think he deserves to win mm-hmm. but i am not going to be surprised if france ed- edges him just purely on the political basis right yeah and 
in the political side is something that you don't want to ignore because I think it's no. true. I think you're right that the bookies don't take it mm -mm. into account properly. Yeah. Right. Cause you know, the last time you mentioned that we know the bookies were way wrong uh, was with Conchidius year. Mm -hmm. And in that case, I don't know that it was so much that politics turned against the bookies choice as that politics helped Conchita. Right. Substantially. Right. Right. Cause then it became, you know, there was kind of the acceptance vote. Right, right. Um, that you could see Conchita getting from a lot of Western Europe in particular. Yeah. Right, which, you know, I know Conchita had along with it a very good song. Oh, yes, very good song, a, very a good nice performance. performance yeah. Of it, right, but the, mm -hmm. the political side provided an edge in her. Case. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So um, that'll be really, mm -hmm. really interesting right. to watch. Yeah. And yeah, I could easily believe because yeah. France does have a solid song. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could easily see the politics pushing yeah. it in France's direction. Yeah, I uh, very easily. I I was reading a, a little bit about Eurovision today. Just yeah, popular things about your. I know you're, mm -hmm. you're like yeah because I sent him like five links. Yeah. <laughs> through the workday. Um, but one thing that I saw crop up a couple places mm -hmm. is sort of the view of Eurovision as a war, so you don't have to fight wars. Okay. So if you remember the history of Eurovision, right. it was started in the 1950s, yeah. and it was started as a way to sort of bring Europe back together after World War II, which was sure. incredibly destructive and divisive in Europe. And so when you look at that history, it does make kind of sense that, like, we are going to fight it out with song and glitter instead right. of, like, fighting, fighting. Right. You know, we... Europe, this is Europe's, like, more civilized way of hashing out differences. Sure. And when you look at the voting... Yeah, actually. <laughs> like, you can see that reflected you can, Yeah, like yeah. the idea that this is a way that we can like sort of stick it to the guys mm -hmm. without having to like, well, I mean, with the exception of some countries, Russia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, you know, this is a way of like approving right. or disapproving right. without huge consequences. Right. You know? You have the boo, the anti-boo technology right. that lets Russia know that people in Europe aren't happy right. with Russia's politics, but there's nothing against, like, her. No one was attacking her, you know? Right, like, exactly. Like, no one got into a war over the fact that Russia got second last year. Right. Um, and <laughs> it's actually a pretty solid way to deal with that kind of oh, yeah. disagreement that can come up that's not quite, yep. like, war-worthy, but to keep it from escalating. Yes. I think Eurovision actually serves kind of an important purpose. Okay. It, you know, and that's purely from well that's purely yeah. from an American point of view. You right. know, I'm not actually in Europe, and I don't actually get to vote for Eurovision, <laughs> so <laughs> I might just be making things up. But right. looking at some different articles and stuff, I saw that mm -hmm. that sort of parallel referenced a lot, sure. like the idea that Eurovision is a war. Eurovision is right. a war, but we fight it with you know. Right. I think actually, uh, I was reading, um, I was reading an interview. I think it was with Dami Eam, where she said something similar, like, huh. or like maybe she had been talking to Mons, and Mons had said that. Right. Monzel Malo or something. Someone had said, one of those two had said that it's, you know, you're fighting. You're fighting when you're out there, mm -hmm. but you're just, you're fighting with your music. Right. And your performance. So, yeah. Just, yeah, that is interesting. That's yeah. very interesting. And I think that's a, a way that, another way that this is different from like American Idol. Right. You know, like people will say like, oh yeah, I'm really fighting hard on American Idol, but it's not like for the pride of your country. Right. <laughs> you that, know? That is true. You're representing yeah. like your hometown, mm -hmm. but not like your entire country in front of all of Europe and large other parts of the world. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I think that that's a fair yeah. point. Yeah. Speaking of points, oh, 
kind of behind the scenes as we were filling out <laughs> our brackets, we decided it would be kind of fun, since we don't get to actually give points in the actual contest, for us <laughs> to have our own little points that we give based on the brackets. Can you say them in French? Uh, I cannot. Okay, I can't either. <laughs> no. I cannot do that. Maybe we could find like audio clips of people reporting and just clip right. in them saying "du bon." <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to. That's not a lot of work. Yeah, yeah okay. that's that is a lot of work. We'll just say it in English because we're the American couple, <laughs> right. right? So, how did our points? Ha- oh, maybe talk a little bit about how we determined our points. Okay. So, what I did um, to make it a little bit simpler, like now the way the points actually work in Eurovision. Although there, I believe, are going to be some changes to this this year because of the way that televoting and juries and all mm-hmm. that are going to be handled. I'm not sure that's implemented this year or next, but but there are changes coming uh, in the voting system. But traditionally what would happen is that your country is giving points to the top 10 right from your country. Right, so you're not allowed to vote for yourself, but all the other countries in Europe, right, they're in the finals, you can vote for. Um, whoever gets the most votes within your country gets 12 points from your country. Mm-hmm. Second most... Yeah, And then we have uh, second place gets 10 points, mm-hmm. third place gets 8 points, fourth place gets 7 points, then it's just down by 1 point from there. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, so the 10th place gets 1 point. Right. right. Uh, so I decided it might be kind of fun for us to figure out our top 10. We just kind of did that as we did the brackets mm-hmm. for the last couple rounds, right? So when we had you know, 16 lined up against each other, we picked the two that we eliminated. Those were numbers 9 and 10. The other eight that made it on to the, um, what was that, the quarterfinals round, those are going to be our top eight. Mm-hmm. The four that got eliminated as we went into the semifinal, those are going to be numbers 5 through 8. Mm-hmm. Right? The two in the semifinals that didn't make it into the final, well, those are numbers 3 and 4 and so on. Yeah. Uh, and then just within each of those groups, we just ordered them however we felt. All right. So uh, then we decided that my wife is her own country. <laughs> so she gives 12 points to her top choice of Russia. And well, I'm trying to remember how they actually announced this. Well, oh, I well remember. you have to do the, yes, you have to do the hello, is. Europe, right. Megan calling. That's right. That's exactly how they do it. And then there's this awkward pause because they can never quite get it synced up in time. Right, yeah. So the announcer's like, can we have your points, please? Hello? (laughs) Megan calling? (laughs) Hello, Europe! (laughs) It goes on like that for a little bit. It's actually pretty painful to watch people deliver the votes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it it is. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. Uh, Anyway. Okay, so the way they do it is they put the bottom up first. Right, so first they'll put up Say, okay, here are the points for ranks four through ten. They just right. throw them up on the screen. So they don't for talk me, um, right. Right. the how did the, how did they put it? My ranking was you know, just you can list four through ten. Four, yeah, four through ten. Fourth place, Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Fifth place, Israel. Sixth place, Netherlands. Seventh place, Ireland. Mm-hmm. Eighth place, Germany. Ninth place, Australia, and tenth place, Belgium. And so, in third place from Megan, uh, with eight points, yes, is Iceland. Yay! Yay! In second place with ten points, France. Yay! And in first place with douze points, you have to draw it out. You just you can't just say it. Russia. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's pretty much how it goes. Yeah, yeah, but just imagine that for like 43 countries. <laughs> right, exactly. Every single country yeah. has somebody doing that. It's terrible. Sometimes it's, they sing a little. Oh, it's a long process. <laughs> that's like the worst part of your Oh, vision. my goodness. <laughs> it, it takes forever. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of the time, the people that are announcing the points are people who are performers. Right. 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 So I think Nikki Byrne was one where, like, Nikki Byrne announced yeah. the points for Ireland, I think, the past three years. Yeah. Something like that before he was finally in the contest this year. Well, um, right. So, yeah, often they'll yeah. do things like, oh, I want to sing a little bit of a song. L- Lord I announced once. Yeah. Uh, Valentina. Valentina. Yes. And she felt need to sing the social network song, right, wasn't it? Right, being her worst entry. <laughs> right. I, I don't Yeah, know. and you just always kind of like, oh, just stop trying right. to be cute because it's 43 countries trying to be <laughs> cute. <laughs> and at that point, because it's a long, grand final day is a long it day. It is a long, It's a long really day. long day. And by the right. time that they're announcing their votes, you just, like, just give me the numbers and get off the line. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> right, right. Come on, Europe. Let's 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 move this yeah, along. Yep. You spend almost as long, right, with them just telling you the points <laughs> as you do watching the entire contest. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so that was that was my country. Uh now we are getting touch with the country of Lucas. Lucas, are you with us? L- Lucas, are you with us? Hello, Europe. <laughs> Inevitably, that happens at some point. That at least one. There's going to be one connection that doesn't work. Uh, unfortunately, you can't go on to the next country because right, there are only two of us. I was going to because because what they would usually say at that point is, well, it looks like we're having trouble getting in touch with Lucas, so we'll move on to the next country. But there's only right. two of us, so we're right. stuck. It doesn't work. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm just I'm just going to make this fast. I, that's fine. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> so for me, uh, in fourth place, so for seven points, was Cyprus, followed by Israel, Ireland, Croatia, the UK, France, and Australia. So then, for my top three, mm-hmm. third place, Iceland. Yay! Second place, Bulgaria. Woo! And first for 12 points is Russia. Yay! Okay. Uh, of course, the crowd goes crazy. Yeah, you, you already know that because we revealed our right. winners from the yeah. brackets. Anyway, right. um, so compiling all of our points together yeah. then, uh, we have a very clear winner. Right, The winner is Russia with 24 points mm-hmm. from the two of us. Uh, Bulgaria coming in second with 17 points. Iceland coming in third with 16 points. Followed by Israel and France, right, tying for, I guess, Fourth place is what they'd say there. Uh, each of them with 12 points. I was actually kind of surprised by that one. Oh, really? I was. Yeah. Because I think I didn't realize that France doing so well for mm, you yeah. would make up for the fact that France didn't do particularly well in my brackets. Yeah, because that's pretty much all me. Right. Right. Like the, <laughs> the 12 points that they have, right, 10 of them are from you. Yeah. Two are from me. Yeah. Right, whereas Israel, which was much more balanced between the two of us. Yeah. We both had it as number five. Right. Right. Got so, the same number yeah. of points. Which I thought was kind of, that was kind of interesting. Um, then Ireland is coming in at sixth with mm-hmm. nine points, followed by Cyprus, seven points. And that's all for all me. Because yeah. they didn't even make your top ten. Uh, the Netherlands had five points. All for me. Right. They didn't make my top ten. Uh, Croatia had four points. All for me. Yep. The UK had three points. All for all me. All for you. Um, tied then for tenth place with the UK is Australia. Yep. 
which had three points. Uh, a little bit from each of us. Mm-hmm. I think I gave them one point. You gave them two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So that would be, I guess, our top 11 since there's that right. tie for 10th place. So that is what we came up with. There's some differences with the mm-hmm. bookies. But I, I would notice that a lot of the stuff the bookies are saying are showing up very highly for us. So we have mm-hmm. Russia, Bulgaria, France. All of those mm-hmm. in the top five for the bookies, also in our top five. Yeah. Uh, I guess what we where we see the difference would be, what? I guess Sweden. Sweden yeah, didn't Sweden's make our top not ten on. at all. Uh-uh. Did Sweden even make your top ten? Uh, no. Yeah, Sweden got no points at all from us. No point. No point. Right. And where are the where are the other differences? Um. I don't remember Australia. Yes, that's Australia. It. Yeah, Australia yeah. ranked ranked fairly low for us, but very highly with the bookies. Yeah, because they're what tied for fourth or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of interesting to see how that boiled down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing that I am looking at here, I think it's fairly likely that we gave the UK more points than we're <laughs> going to get in the contest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least historically, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if Joe and Jake walk away empty-handed. It's, it's pretty. I mean, it didn't even make my. I don't know. I don't think it broke out of the octaves for me. No, no. And to be fair, it it wouldn't have made it past right. the first round except for Romania. Except Romania getting disqualified. <sighs> so I'm still real sad about that. Yeah, still yeah. pretty bummed about that. Ovidio yeah. Anton, I miss you. Yeah. Yeah, we, we all do. Who knows, right? Maybe Ovidio Anton would have won our brackets. I don't know. That would have changed significantly. So you think we should go through and do it all again? No. Include- <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think I'm done with brackets for now. <laughs> In fact, I think we're done with this episode for now. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, thanks for bearing with us as we kind of pounded out the last couple bits of bracket mm-hmm. work here. Um if you have also done a bracket, and we hope you have, you can reach us on Twitter to show it to us. We are at Megan Lucas. We are actually tweeting now. So, you know, you can actually interact with us now. Right. Sorry about the delay. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook where we are, Ameri Eurovision Cast. Uh, thanks for listening. Ameri Eurovision Cast is a member of the Retrograde Orbit Radio family. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. That's how other people find it so they can enjoy it. I am Meg. And I'm Lucas. And in the words of Sergei Lazarev, our winner, Thunder and lightning, it's getting exciting. Lights up the skyline to show where you are. My love is rising, the story's unwinding. Together we'll make it and reach for the stars.